The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line. And if you are wanting to do something to make your yard more attractive or to add some gardens or work on the trees, this is your day. We have some friends visiting with us from the Rutherford County Master Gardeners. Jennifer Salter is with us. Jennifer, good morning to you. Good morning. Good to have you with us. Thank you. And along with Jennifer, Linda Stevens. Hey, Linda. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. What are we supposed to do in the trees? Uh, We're supposed to get all the monkeys out of them. Okay. <laughs> They're kind of in short supply here in Middle Tennessee. But we're, we're wanting to, you're doing a good job. Uh, or we wouldn't okay. have, we'd have them everywhere. Okay. You brought a friend with you, an intern. We did. Denise Lyles. Hey, Denise. Good, good to morning. see you. Good morning, Bart. How it's are you? It's been a while. It has. We and have an interesting bit of news about Denise. Okay. Uh, she is, is the first person I have heard of who learned about Master Gardeners from this show. Wow. So we have people that we say came through the classes. Those are Linda's people. We have people who learned about us through Garden Basics. Those are Jennifer's <laughs> people. So I think Denise is now a Bart's people. All right. Well, cool. we, have, we have a new category for you. But in the end, we're all master gardener people. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> true. And, and that's, that's important. Yeah. But it's just kind well, of... Well, that makes her even more special. Yes. <laughs> one of a kind as you look at uh, when people talk to you at the various you know whether it's line ball library the uh, farmers market any of the places do you see a question coming up more often about a specific issue this time of year that you don't hear too often the other times well yeah they're, they're worried about how to put their garden to bed and what what do you do i bought all these plants are they going to freeze will i have them next year so what mm-hmm. should they do depends on the plant ah okay so when they bought the plant there was a ticket in it and it tells it tells them what zone it is and also it gives them an idea as to what temperatures it can tolerate so you ladies can hop in here and at whether any it's time. an annual or a perennial exactly mm-hmm. Um, and then we get into peren- well, perennials are ones that will live forever, but they have we there's tender perennials, which are perennials in a warmer zone than we are. So in in Middle Tennessee, those guys are going to act just like an annual. Mm-hmm. So Let me it's ask you, why would you want to put in something that would not last forever? I mean, why would you choose the other one that you have to replace what every year? Well, the annuals, first of all, are less expensive. Okay. They also have a longer blooming season. Per- so peren- there are advantages. Perennials tend to bloom. Some of them bloom as for as short a time as a week. Others, like black-eyed Susans, will go on for a month and a half easily. So they, they really earn their space. Mm-hmm. But those are two good reasons. If you want lots of color and you want it quickly, there's nothing like zinnias. <laughs> and so you would need to look on each 
container or package, whatever. Yes. To see, and it would say clearly annual, perennial, whatever. Yes. And more important than that, it'll say hardy to zone, we're zone seven. So anything that is seven or lower will grow well here. So two is colder? Two is colder. Okay. So the smaller the number, the colder your yes, zone is. Yes, and the bigger yeah. the number, the hotter it is. So if you buy something for a zone 10, that's tropical. It's not going to make it through the winter here. Bring it okay. inside. Yeah. You, you need to. Those are houseplants, basically. Mm-hmm. Zone 10 will be our houseplants. Of course, a lot yeah. of us take their houseplants outside mm-hmm. during the summer and let them really enjoy Mother Nature before they have to go back to the yeah. artificial lights again. How soon do you, when is a good time to bring them in? So if you have a number 10 and you're loving it, uh, should you bring it in now? or is this Well, have- the average frost date is, depending on who you talk to or what year <laughs> they, they recorded this in, it's somewhere between October 3rd. 13th and October 28th. So you have a few weeks left. You have mm-hmm. some time. And the nights are still pretty warm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So just if, when you go to bring them in, just make sure you wash them off. Give them a rinse. Use insecticidal soap. Make sure there are no hitchhiking insects coming in with it. Now, so when you say wash it off, you don't mean you, with soap and water? Uh, use a hose. Or do you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. but should, give them I've a heard people off. putting soap on. Uh, plants in, for some insecticidal reason. soap, yeah. You can do that, wash them off with that. Um, okay. That should get rid of any hitchhiking insects. Um, I've heard of people putting it in the shower. You okay. get a good rinse in the shower. What okay. happens to the dirt then? I don't know. I never did ask that. <laughs> it goes right down the drain <laughs> and clogs it up. In my yeah. shower, it would probably get pushed over to the edges and wait for me to come and <laughs> yes. clean it yes. up. Well, so Just it sounds like the best place to... Wash them down is uh, out on the patio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a wild guess on that. Well, it, it depends. And people, what would be the advantage then of not doing it outside? You can be warm while you're doing it. Yeah. If you oh, leave okay. It, if you leave it too late. <laughs> it okay, so if outside. it's December, <laughs> it's like, oops, you're going to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> but the first frost usually isn't a hard frost, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you can get a little extra time by covering those plants up or if it's if it's in a pot just carry it in overnight and then bring it out again the next day okay so we're all excited about getting things ready for fall and winter's going to be here before we know it also uh (laughs) unfortunately it is uh what what should we what else should we be doing right now other than what you've already described well if you're keeping taking care of your garden that exists Mm -hmm. remember fall is we we tend to have less rainfall you have to keep your plants watered even though they're getting towards the end of the year they're getting they're getting a little tired. They're not producing quite like they were. But if you want them to keep producing at all, make sure you keep them yeah. watered, and which is tree, easy to the, forget. Yeah, I have two trees in my backyard that let me know it's been drier than normal. The mm-hmm. leaves, will they will start to hang down, mm-hmm. and okay. I have to supplement water. So they um, just look droopy, they and look droopy the leaves and are not And they have not off. looked droopy all year, but they've just started about two weeks ago looking mm-hmm. droopy. And so there's not enough rain. We're not getting enough rain. So even though we had a good amount of rain, seems like we had a good amount of rain this uh, spring and everything. Yep. It didn't last as... Not not in our soil. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have concrete underneath my grass. (laughs) 
So it, how, it, how often should we water this? It depends on the trees and how much. Uh, I put on a sprinkler and I put it out. I don't put it under the tree. Mm -hmm. I put it out onto the in the canopy. So it uh, because tree roots are not at the base of the tree. They are they, they grow out as far as the tree canopy is. That's where the roots are. So if you water the base of your tree, you're not giving that tree any water. You need to go outwards. We have a, a text here from a listener who's asking, uh, how often should I water this? Once a day, twice a day? If it's once a day, when is the best time? Morning, midday, afternoon, when? Right now I'm giving my a good soak maybe once. Depends on if we get any rain at all. Mm -hmm. If, if mm -hmm. we get absolutely no rain, I'll give it a good water twice a week or just twice one. a yeah. week not if, every day yeah then. if you have potted plants you're going to want to water them more often okay i do go around and water my potted plants but the trees and no they don't need it just give them a good soak okay so Once morning afternoon doesn't matter uh, i like morning because morning. it gives uh leaves a chance to dry off and you don't get you know bacteria and things like that growing okay so only overnight. potted plants do you water more often if it's a tree if it's a garden, some flowers in the garden, what have you, uh, twice yeah. twice you, a week would do. Yeah, I have some flowers, and most of them are natives, and I don't water them at all. Uh, they're used to that. Yeah. <laughs> if if you, do you already you have, have sunflowers? Uh, I mean, are they there to see? Sun, I have no sunflowers, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Does anyone have sunflowers? Sunflowers have. are annuals. Yeah. Okay, but, but isn't this the time of the year that we get sunflowers? I have a few at my house okay. that the deer haven't eaten. And so they are just now blooming. So the deer like oh, sunflowers. Where, where the deer like everything that I grow. <laughs> <laughs> if not, they develop a taste for it. Yes, it's like the squirrels. For, they don't. They don't care for marigolds, and they don't care for. Uh, I have some. That's why I joined the, uh, the Master Gardener to learn what I can grow that they won't eat. Really? And so it's yes, that big of a problem. Yes, where I oh, live. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surrounded by the battlefield, and it's out there. There, everything. Well, out there's there. a lot of deer in in a lot of neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. I mean, it used to be that was out in the country. You saw that, but you can live in a subdivision and see deer. Well, we have days. we have grown into their habitat. Yeah. Yes, so well, we have. Yeah. yeah, and we've taken away their food, and we're enclosing them, and so it's tough. They need so to be someplace. They have to. They have to eat. Sure. <laughs> so we have a, a question here from a listener again. This one is a person who's wanting to make their yard work properly. Uh, mm -hmm. They say that uh, it's just not looking good, and uh, I've tried everything. The grass is is sort of splotchy. Uh, some places have grass, some don't. Is this the time of the year to fix that? Go, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, you're, Tag you're popular. <laughs> I would advise them to sign up for our garden basics class. <laughs> We've actually we're putting that on again in the fall this year. It starts mm -hmm. September 28th, five weeks, and uh, turf is one of the classes that we'll be doing. We'll have um, la a, a landscaping, like Linda talked about, zones and watering and things like. We'll be doing all of that. Um, we'll be talking about pruning. And so if this person would like to sign up and learn about how to make your garden look better. <laughs> this is a good time to do it. This is a good time to do it. The class is filling up fast. Um, it's about halfway filled. 
I'm trying to find something. Computers always slow down when you, when you need them. Need it. <laughs> uh, seems like there was a lawn and garden field day. Was that last weekend or is it this coming weekend at the Lane Agri-Park? Here's my computer. With, Maybe with, it'll tell me. We're, we're <laughs> having Mitchell. a grape harvest. That may be, I think there may be a lawn garden, but I don't have a lawn day. Actually, fall is a wonderful time uh-huh. to look at what you did, what your garden has done all year. and It's this weekend. It's this weekend. That's if it's lawn. It's probably with um, Mitchell. Mitchell Moat. Moat mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a great grass, grass. He knows everything about there is about grass. So that. Would well, be you've a, just really put a burden on him now. <laughs> <laughs> he can handle it. Yeah, it's it, it would be if that person's concerned about the lawn. That would be a great thing to go to. Nine to eleven this Saturday morning. It's free. At the Lane Agri Park, it says if it's raining, (laughs) they will have it in the auditorium. It's going to be a busy day there because we have the grape harvest. The grape harvest also from Uh, from seven to eleven. So you could, you'd have to end up your grape harvesting early. uh, You know, two hours of go to the lawn care day. Yeah, and so you'd be just playing on the whole day Mm -hmm. over there. Uh, But it says this free event is taught by Extension Agent Mitchell Moat. And he's the guy you hear on the radio. It covers tips and tricks for overseeding or renovating fall fescue turf. Yeah. Plus fall fertilization of cool season uh, turf, fall and winter weed control, and more. It's planned as an outdoor event, but if it rains, it'll be inside. So they're not going to cancel it. Uh, it's free, but they would like to know that you're coming so they will have enough supplies. So I guess it's, you can still call them. Six one five eight nine eight seventy seven ten. So yep. that's this Saturday. This Saturday. It doesn't look like rain. Uh, last no. year for the for the grape harvest, it rained all day. We mm-hmm. were out in the rain. We have grapes were harvested in the rain. And the, did you do it? Uh, I was one of the people in charge of parking. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I was. You were there, people but you on and telling them where to park. I was there. Yeah, I was soaked to the skin, and it was so much fun. <laughs> it was the best fun. Just, it was you were like a kid and had a reason we to do all, it. We all got soaked because it just never stopped. It just, did you enjoy a, the grape juice? Or yeah, the, the grape the grape juice from those grapes is lovely. My husband puts a little bit of he dilutes it with a little bit of soda water oh, and okay. makes himself a fizzy drink. Oh, it's um, the best mm-hmm. you've ever drank. It so really it's is. worth going it's, out and, help, and you learn it. something, you have a good time too. Yeah. Yes. You get to pick your own grapes and put them in the buckets. The mm-hmm. buckets get taken to uh, under our pavilion where they are crushed and destemmed, and then the juice comes out of them. And you can bring your clean gallon jug and take your juice home with you. Oh, man. So and you get to ride in go. a trailer out to the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> and do people, are many people growing grapes now? We, we do tend to get more questions about grapes than we mm-hmm. used to. Because that was a big deal several uh, years ago. I'm hearing lots of people talking about their grapes that I hadn't been aware of that before. I, I mean, really a long time ago. I, I don't even remember it myself, but I remember my, my grandparents gra- had grape arbors in the backyard, so I figured they must have had grapes on them. My grandmother did, too. They were seedy. I couldn't imagine. I mean, after eating the, the green grapes that are seedless as mm-hmm. a child, I couldn't understand why she bothered with them because there was all these big seeds in those grapes. But I, I, it was the thought of making your own, perhaps. Mm-hmm. I don't, and maybe they were better back then. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, 
I just I enjoyed I, playing under the grape arbor. I was pretty little then. I don't think I can remember <laughs> that far back. The only thing I remember that was fun was cherry picking time. One for me, one for them. One for me <laughs> <laughs> up in the tree, and that, that was fun. Oh, yes. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will continue the conversation. If you have any questions, 615-893-1450. Some friends from the Rutherford County Master Gardeners are with us this morning. We will be right back. Grape Harvest this Saturday, Lawn and Garden Field Day this Saturday, and much more to come later in the week. We'll be touching on those two, answering your questions too. 615-893-1450. You can text us on that number too. Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Dan at Music World and Drummer's Den. If you need music gear, Music World and Drummer's Den is where you need to be. We have PA equipment, we have microphones, speakers, we have stage lighting, pretty much everything you need at Music World and Drummer's Den. Oh, yes. We often beat internet prices at Music World and Drummer's Den. We are Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church Street, across from Indian Hills Golf Course. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by any time today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. Good morning. It remains heavy, but it's moving 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. All that heavy traffic continues to come in from Rutherford County up through Antioch on 24 going westbound. Still some volume over here through Hermitage on 40 westbound at Central Pike. Behind it, you still have traffic coming in from Wilson County. Watch for some radar this morning out in Dixon County on I-40 just past 840 like you're headed towards Kingston Springs. A Nash painting, they service all of Middle Tennessee. They are number one all across the board in every category, commercial, residential, Check them out today at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high in the mid-80s. Northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy alone near 63. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Fuichitsky on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 70. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. From the tallest tower in the city limits of Murfreesboro to every radio in the land, WGNS AM FM is everywhere you need us to be. Hey, welcome back. We're talking lawns and gardens this morning and visiting with us from the Rutherford County Master Gardeners. We have with us Jennifer Salter, Linda Stevens, and intern Denise Lyles. 
intern. Does that mean you have to bring bu- bubble gum and stuff to give out to everybody? <laughs> we need to put, make a rule like that. that yeah, and you wear a like funny that. hat yeah. and stuff like that. Actually, during the intern class, we all took turns bringing a little snack for the class. Okay. Yeah, it was <laughs> very, nice. very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Uh, we've got some uh, questions here, and uh, I'll have to figure out what that was talking about. I'm not sure. Um I don't know. Those questions don't make a whole lot of sense, so we'll try something else. (laughs) 615-893-1450 is our phone number. Uh, Garden Basics, you say we're signing up. Are we signing up right now for that? Yes, yeah, applications are open right now. And that's for next year? No, that's for this year. For this year, Yeah, we decided to run it again in the fall this year. Um, Okay. There are a lot more questions in the fall about what to do to prepare your garden for the winter. Mm-hmm. And also when we run the class in the spring, there's so many other things going on. And uh, just, you know, polling past Garden Basics people, I found out that people actually want to know what to do before the spring. Mm-hmm. So they can be prepared that uh, sometimes you get the information and by the time you get around to doing things, it's too late, summer's already here. Well, you know, everybody's anxious to get out mm-hmm. in the spring. Yeah. You've, you've been pinned in with, uh, with the winter time, yes. and you have cabin fever and what have you. And this way, you'll be fully prepared to get out there in the spring yeah. and do what you have to do. Because <laughs> so, we'll talk about pruning. Uh, we'll talk, as I say, we'll talk about lawns, um, how to create a backyard oasis for wildlife, things like that. Now, now, see here on your notes, you have a Master Gardener's intern class. Yes. That so, so people like mm-hmm. Denise applied to be an intern, and yeah. this is before you become a master gardener. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And when I considered doing it, I thought it was going to be more like the Garden Basics, but it was much, much more and uh, a wealth of information, very knowledgeable people. It was worth every penny I paid, and I... I thoroughly enjoyed it now this intern program is this something you do before you get into uh, the actual training to be a master gardener no the intern program is the training oh okay okay and there are requirements Mm -hmm. that you have to meet to become a certified master gardener and that takes all year to do that uh, tell us about some of these requirements because somebody listening is probably thinking i wonder if i would qualify well for a volunteer, I mean, for an intern, you have to have 40 hours of volunteer, they call them volunteer hours, where you um, help with the, the farmer's market or just there's various things. You can go to, to um, the meetings mm-hmm. and... Uh, that qualifies as... We have a, yeah. a list of projects yeah. that we work on. Okay. There's um, lots there, of opportunities. Yeah, they fall under education, the demonstration gardens, outreach and you have to earn 40 hours in that. And so this is sweat equity, almost. I mean, you're giving back to the you're, community. You're giving back, you're giving, and you are taking what you learned in the classroom and using it, and it really starts to sink in, what you learned in the classroom. It really, I don't know if Denise can agree to that. It's I can, and, and uh, the grape harvest uh, this coming weekend, our first opportunity for volunteer hours was back in February. It was very cold that day, and we pruned the grapevines so that we would have a good result this fall it was very cold but it was it was just fun it was fun to learn and and the people were are just so nice so you were able to put to use the the 
classes that you had been oh, with some information you were taught? Absolutely. I have a crepe myrtle in my yard that has been there 10 years and it never bloomed. And, and I went to the Justin's pruning class and found out how to prune it properly and it bloomed this year. Are you kidding? I so can believe it. It had not bloomed at all 10 never. years. And then you learned how to prune it, and suddenly, there it is. And I was delighted to find that it was a white crepe myrtle. <laughs> so, There's a reason right there for you to yeah. be a member of the Master Absolutely. Gardeners. Either one. He's teaching pruning for the Garden Basics, mm-hmm. but there's also the pruning class in the Master Gardeners. Mm-hmm. It goes into a lot more. The Master Gardeners is a lot more in-depth knowledge. Mm-hmm. Now, your applications are open for the yes. intern for, for the class. For, for both but classes. But when are the classes? Um, Intern classes will start January 30th. January 30th. The application deadline is December 1st. Okay. Uh, Deadline December 1st. You know, if you like to garden, but you don't want to do the volunteer work, not yet, Mm -hmm. (laughs) sign up for Garden Basics if you want to learn more. If you are interested in learning how to garden better, learning more in, getting more in-depth knowledge, and you would like to volunteer with like-minded people who enjoy gardening, then Master Gardeners is the way to go. And there's something for everyone. Um, yes. Linda and I love the education side. We, we, love, we have a class. We are actually teaching a class for the Garden Basics. We've taught this one. This will be our third year. But it's different <laughs> we, every we, time. We, t- we, tag, we, we do it together. We, mm-hmm. we tweak it. We change it. Um, we, this year we're going to throw in grasses yep. and some shrubs. Yep. If you don't like to talk in front of people, if you prefer to help in the gardens, uh, we have our whole demonstration gardens. We, uh, our whole team out there is in- incredible. They keep that. Mm-hmm. If you've ever been out there, you'll see what they, what how hard they work. And then we have outreach. This is considered outreach, talking on the radio. So, oh, okay. Uh, it's one of the outreach. Now, on Garden so, Basics, below that, uh, you had written a note September 28th. October, October 26th. 26th. Is that the sign-up time or is that the class That's time? That's the class. We class, can sign okay. up right now. As long as I have room in the classroom, you can come until the day of, as long as there's room in there. Do they call in? Do they you can, text it? Or uh, what do they do? Applications. Um, you can go to the extension office at 315 John Rice Boulevard. Um, or you can go online. I think it's Rutherford.Tennessee dot edu backslash gardening you should be able to find the application there okay and if you want to do the old way and just call them just call them they'll <laughs> tell you <laughs> and what was that number again huh? we gave uh, it out just a moment ago the uh, phone number 615-898-7710 okay so whatever way is best for you yep and so uh, you can, they, they can give you information on the lawn day, the grape harvest, the garden basics, and the intern class. <laughs> so and want, anything want go else the whole that hog. might be going on <laughs> yes. that we've forgotten about. Yeah. <clears throat> I really like the grass, the, the turf plots that are there mm-hmm. in front of the Ag Center. Mm-hmm. Mitchell Moat put those out. Mm-hmm. And for people who are especially new to the area, and we have a lot of people moving in, they don't know uh, about the different types of grass and what they look like here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives you a chance to walk on them, touch them, learn which is uh, hard to maintain, which is easier to and maintain. And watch uh-huh. them at various times of the year to see which ones go brown. And yeah. yeah. There are actually people who enjoy uh, a challenge and they want the hardest. 
I, I like uh, an easier lawn to take care of. I just Actually, like to look at it. As you know, I hate mowing, so I dug my lawn up, and it's all a big flower bed now. <laughs> what did you do with, uh, instead of grass? Did you flowers. Concrete? No, the flowers. flowers. Okay. It's, 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 all a flower big, it's all a big garden. Uh, wildflowers? Or? Mm, there's a little bit of everything. I bet that's attractive. A few, a few weeds. And it blooms all summer. It's still mm-hmm. blooming, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gorgeous. Most so of it, mo- a lot of the annuals self-seed, so they just keep coming back. And then there's perennials mixed in with it. So there's something, some, I, I'm aiming for something to be blooming all the time. Yeah. That's so you can always find something that will bloom throughout the year. Yes. You just have to change it around. That's why the annuals and perennials, if you mix them up they, during the summer, that gives you a great flowering garden. The mm-hmm. annuals will keep flowering most of the summer, and then your perennials will bloom at different times. Very good. So you get change, but you get constant flowers. Again, the Garden Basics class is September 28th through October 26th. Uh-huh. Uh, but they and that's, what is that, just a few weeks away? That's just mm-hmm. a few weeks away. It's $50 per person. Um, you'll get a light snack because we go from 6 till 8.30. Um, you'll also get a USB. Six in the morning till 8.30 at <laughs> 6 night. 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm up, so that's okay. <laughs> no, 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. You will also get a flash drive at the end of the class with all of the presentations on them and any handouts that we have. Okay. $50, and, uh, and, and that's a good introduction, I would guess, to the intern class. Yeah, and you will, we, could, we, we will have a class where we will mention a little bit about the Master Gardener program. So if people are interested, uh, we will have Master Gardeners there who can answer questions and help you fill out the application. <laughs> now, do you also teach uh, at Farmer's Market the, the what used to be a class at 9 o'clock? Now it's sort of a come-and-go mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. conference period. At the downtown Farmer's Market, that's what we do. Oh, okay. You uh, don't do yeah. it at the Ag Center we, anymore. I'm not we, sure. we have a table out there. On, we're outside under the pavilion. So we have people at the table there. You can ask some questions, and um, you can tour the gardens and see what grows well here. There are a lot of native plants in the gardens there itself. Mm-hmm. Now, so. is that a place where you would suggest people, if they're having a problem with uh, leaves that have uh, disease or something, or bring a sample of what they're having an issue with? Uh, I would suggest this given the amount of knowledge that they could find in the office, that yes. they stop in at the extension office with a sample in a plastic bag because we don't know what's on it. Okay, and so you could be spreading... You have all the ag agents up there. <laughs> They'll be able to quicker Very answer good. your question. And and will uh, will there be people who can help us with the woolly worm issues and uh, fall fogs in August? And <laughs> I, I forgot that I, I did this again. I forgot to write down the number of yes. fogs. In August. Fogs. F-O-G-S or, F-O- or frogs? Fog. Fog. Oh, okay. I frogs are good to count, too. <laughs> I, I saw I'm something sure this why. morning that talked about persimmon. Is it persimmons when you split open the seeds? Yes, that's and right. And it looked like a spoon, so that means snow. lots of snow. Well, that I don't mind lots of snow. <laughs> Well, that's in, really, now in January, and then it's gone. You're, you're from <laughs> uh-huh. you're originally from the Caribbean. Yes, I am. Uh, known for snow. No snow. No, no snow. No okay. snow. <laughs> known for snow. <laughs> so, uh, when you see a little drizzling of, of snow, this is a 
big deal for you. I still like to see snow coming down. I don't like to have it hang around, but <laughs> it's pretty. So these are things that are going to be covered in the Garden Basics, which begins just a couple of weeks away, mm-hmm. uh, September 28th. A few, how many, just a few openings right now? Uh, we have about 10 more openings. So some excited people could yep. fill that quickly. Get there quickly. Uh, and if you have a friend that you want to do this with, maybe you... Get them there uh, quickly, too. <laughs> everybody sign up quickly. Uh, it starts September 28th. Call the Lane Agri-Park. Text the Lane Agri-Park. Uh, go to the website. Mm-hmm. Send up uh, smoke signals, whatever. And anyone at the farmer's markets tables downtown oh, or, yeah. or the... Um, county market will be able to talk to people and tell them about our um intern program mm-hmm. and the garden basics um and the grape harvest they'll be able to answer questions about that oh even so you can go so out and you help can, you can go out there and, and ask questions and they'll be able to answer them. you probably could bring it up also at the lawn care field day uh, but there's probably somebody, Mitchell could probably direct you he'll, to somebody. probably send them down to the grape harvest to ask <laughs> yes. us down there. Because <laughs> uh, the master gardeners will be at the grape harvest. Okay. Well, you have yeah. a, must have a good-sized group. We're about 126 right now. So that And that includes uh, t- about 20 in, 20 in your class? About 20 interns? Yes. Okay. So And you so grow that much every year? Uh we have stayed steady about that for the last three yeah. or four years. That's exciting. Um, you know, you know, some people, people people's move on. life changes, yeah. and mm-hmm. people move away, or they find another interest, or they they can no longer garden, or whatever. So, yeah. people people unfortunately have to drop out sometimes. Yeah. Now, and, is and not all interns will complete all the requirements. Is there an ongoing <laughs> fee? Is there a fee to be a uh, master gardener? Yes, there is. Um, and I thirty-five dollar master gardener. Dues? No, oh, to be a master gardener, and yeah, every once, year. Once you've passed once everything, you've, yeah. Uh, initially, you pay the fee for the class and the materials. Um, I forget what that is right now. It was one seventy-five. One seventy-five. Um, I'm not sure if that's gone up or if it's the same mm. this year. It's, it sounds like a huge amount. When Jennifer and I did this. We had a book that was a paperback, and it was about 17 inches tall. <laughs> Big book. Big book. And like 200 pounds. Yes, <laughs> and, and our backs all show it for carrying <laughs> it around. But the new book is a loose leaf, and there's folders inside. Oh, and so okay. if you're talking about turf, you pull out the turf folder booklet, and yeah. read it and carry it to class. And when you come home, Put it back in. And you don't have to carry the 750-pound book no. with you anymore. Yes, <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a beautiful book. Yeah, you you get the book, you get the binder with the little booklets in it. Um, we also do a hands-on component during the classes. Uh, that's always fun. But once you have graduated, like Denise will graduate in January. I know I'm pretty sure she's probably got all her hours yes. already. She yes. has, yeah. So she's pretty much just waiting for graduation. And so is this a formal every, graduation yeah, ceremony? Yeah, we have a graduation ceremony. Oh, cool. So, and uh, I'd be, I don't know if you remember Byron who was here. You asked if we rang a bell for him. We did. Yeah. We rang a bell for him <laughs> at graduation <laughs> last year. But, so um, you've mentioned that. Now, Denise is expecting a bell also. <laughs> Better have it. <laughs> a bell. Better um, have it. But every year we have to recertify. We have to do uh, 25 okay. hours mm-hmm. of volunteer work. 
eight hours of continuing education and $30 in dues and attend a certain amount of meetings. So this is an ongoing, an ongoing thing, education yeah. process. Yeah, it's not just take the class and you can say you're a master gardener. You're really not a master gardener if you don't keep up your education. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will continue. We have some folks asking about diseases that are spreading into the area. And I would imagine that's sort of an ongoing process, too. Uh, out with one disease, another one pops up. We'll be right back. Look up in the sky. There it is. The tallest tower in Murfreesboro. This is WGNS FM, AM, and worldwide at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Jenny at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. Give your family and friends something else to feast their eyes upon when they sit at your dinner table. Ryan Flowers would love to create a beautiful centerpiece for your table. Flowers from Ryan's Flowers Coffee and Gifts makes any occasion more special. Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy, just a couple blocks off the square. Plus, we offer delivery to all Rutherford County and as well as surrounding counties. Hi, this is Tina Fox at the Rutherford Farmers Co-op. Come see us for all your gardening needs. We'd have everything you want for those gardens and your lawns. If you're needing special gifts or if you're trying to take care of your feathered friends and furry friends, please come see us. Tina, where are you located? The Rutherford Co-op is located at 985 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off of South Church. And you don't have to be a member to shop here. The Rutherford Farmers Co-op on Middle Tennessee Boulevard, just off South Church. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Two powerful FM signals, one AM signal, and worldwide on WGNSRadio.com. You can listen to us anywhere. We are WGNS Murfreesboro. Having a ball on a Thursday, the action line from WGNS is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. As a member of MTE, you have the access to educational uh, resources, things that help you tailor your energy and just live better electrically. Interested in electric vehicles? Well, MTE has that too. They can give you all the information you need about electric vehicles. They share it all with you at Middle Tennessee Electric. Nice folks over there. It is 8.52. Good morning to you. Outside 74 degrees, mostly cloudy. Eh, sunshine's out there a little bit. A nice day. Leaves are starting to change. When should we start seeing uh, the fall colors, and and then the next thing after that, they're all over the ground. So, <laughs> not for a late, while here. Late, late September. Yeah. Late September. I think they're falling. They're falling here because the trees are dry. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, you need to not let them lie around when they start falling, because that'll kill your grass, won't it? Uh, if you have just <laughs> Trees, huh? not my, not my grass. <laughs> 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 Look at each other. 
There's another reason <laughs> to leave, do what she did. I leave mine. I, I tend to rake them into the flower beds. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you so know, rake them off, put them in, the, and you compost them? I have weeds that I keep mowed. That's what I mow in my backyard, my weeds. So it doesn't really matter if they die. Okay. <laughs> also, in fact, it's a leaf, good thing if they do. Yeah. The leaves are good for, you know, there are oh, insects who live down in your grass over the winter. So it's not always good to rake every single thing up off your grass. You've got to leave them some protection. See, that's it, something it, it, I've not heard that before. <laughs> I've heard the opposite. That's why we looked at each other. <laughs> so you you don't want, it's, it's okay to leave them out Is in the yard. No pun intended, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. <laughs> you can leaf them in the yard. Yes. <laughs> they make wonderful mulch. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah. In fact, I, I save some leaves and use them as mulch on my tomatoes uh-huh. all summertime. Uh-huh. Mine go straight into all of my flower beds. I cover my hostas. Um, all of my perennials that die back, I cover them with the leaves. And they, mm-hmm. you know, by the time the spring comes around, they're almost biodegraded. They're they've just composted. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I have a compost pile behind my garage that the leaves go into, which is separate than the kitchen waste compost pile. So you have two composts, mm-hmm. one for kitchen waste and one for just yard mm-hmm. items. The, ki- the kitchen waste has more nutrients because it's got a bigger variety of stuff. Do you put grass seeds and some I mean, grass uh, cuttings and things like that in the <laughs> kitchen waste one? No, I I make what, sure. Uh, so you could have, I have a compost no, I, with. I have no grass. You should. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's d- right. Don't <laughs> rake up the grass clippings. You make make sure you cut your grass regularly. Make sure you cut it to the right height, and, and leave it there because that will biodegrade and put nitrogen back into your soil. Mm-hmm. So You've brought up two two. Con- this is fascinating. I've never heard of two types of composting. I thought you all put it put it all in one thing and put it uh, sort of. Mished it around each other. Ideally, you want to have one compost pile that is full of, what, 10% green and... I'm not sure about the percentages. But if they come to Garden Basics, they learn that too. (laughs) That's right. And we all... Sign up now. (laughs) We all knew it once. But anyway, you have a percentage you put everything in. But your kitchen waste has the nitrogen and the nutrients and things that are important. Leaves are considered the browns as opposed to the greens. So to have them separate, that's just a whole different. And this will be covered at Garden Basics. Yes, and if you go out to um, this the extension Lane Agri Park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had a brain freeze there. Um, you will see we do have compost bins uh, in the okay. demonstration gardens. Uh, and if you again, go that, Garden Basics, September 28th yeah. to October 26th. Yes. Sign five, up now. Five nights on a Thursday, yeah. Uh, and uh, only 10 openings, so... Uh, it's about, yeah, 10, you don't 10, want to, 10 waste to 12 time. openings, yeah. Uh, and that's $50. We, we are limited by the size of the room. So uh, to give, you know, we could squeeze more in, so, but then you'll be sitting really tightly like sardines. And people would say, oh, it's uncomfortable in here. <laughs> people are not, have not gotten back to sitting like sardines in a room. Right. <laughs> so that'll be the first step then. Get into uh-huh. Garden Basics. It'll sort of do the preliminary training that you need for uh, the intern class 
in, in the intern class like Denise is in yeah. right now. Uh, that makes you an official uh, master gardener. Yep, she will have. Mm-hmm. She will get her green badge in, in January. And so, and, uh, and they're a great. Cl- th- this is probably this class going through. Um, I think nearly every so one of them will certify as a master gardener. So Denise, it took you year. a year to do this. Actually, uh, you started in January. I started the last week in January. The classes ran through early May. Yeah. And then the rest of the year we spent gathering up our volunteer hours and working in the demonstration garden and enjoying all of it. It was it was just great. And the people are great. The the certified master gardeners that I have come in contact with are just super. And they're helpful and they're kind and been good but it would have been more difficult if you had not had the garden basics prior to that not necessarily i did not take the garden oh, okay basics. okay so it's um, not a must it's not a no. must no. i jumped right in both feet and learned a lot of things that i didn't know i thought i knew some stuff about gardening but i found out i didn't know very much at all so th- and this is an ongoing uh, opportunity to learn and and you other young ladies are still learning. Still we, going. We, still we never will know everything. And for mm-hmm. that matter, there's so many aspects of gardening. Um, as you know, I don't care about lawns. Don't ask me a question about lawns because I don't know anything about them. Going out to Mitchell on Saturday. Yes. You yes. will be able yes. to. Yes, because some, <laughs> some, somebody else will know. And if people want more information, we still are having our uh, classes at on Saturday, the first mm-hmm. Saturday morning at Linebow Library. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole list of podcasts that have been recorded and the people can go look those up at the library's website at any time and listen to them. We are flat out of time. We want to say a special thank you this morning to Master Gardeners Jennifer Salter, Linda Stevens, and soon-to-be Master Gardener Denise Lyles. Hope you have a super rest of the day. We'll see you tomorrow right here on your Good Neighbor Station. Thank you. Thanks for having us.